Welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tom Fullery, starring Jerry Springer, along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. My daddy came and here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jerry Springer. Hey guys. Oh man, it's nice to see you guys. And I know, oh yeah, I know you want to wish me a happy birthday. Oh my God. When is your birthday? Saturday. Happy but birthday, no, no, Jerry. No, I don't want to even talk about it. <laughs> I try not to have people, you know, know about it. Happy birthday. <laughs> I'm, the shy, I'm the shy retiring type. No, <laughs> I'll tell you what we'll do. <laughs> Welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tom Fullery, starring Jerry Springer, along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. My daddy came And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Every Mr. Day Jerry Springer. Hey, guys. <laughs> I just so need attention. I just so need attention. It's pathetic. What we'll do is we'll take up a collection in the uh, podcast family, and then I'll be yeah. responsible. I'm the senior executive producer. I'll send it down <laughs> and uh, keep a lookout for it. Hey, yeah. by the way, yes. by the way, uh, Casey Campbell is with us tonight. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey. Casey Campbell is part of our family. He's our music coordinator and he's been working with us for the, the whole run of this podcast. And he is uh, going to perform uh, for us tonight. And uh, Megan Hills will introduce him with that shortly. And Jerry's going to do a thought of the week. Those are always wonderful. And I uh, wanted to ask something, uh, Jerry and Megan and Casey. We've all been in the quar for a year, quarantine, for a solid year, a little bit more than a year. I don't know. Has it been? I can't remember when it started. But it seems like it's been a year, if not more. And we've kind of gotten good at it. And, you know, and, and we have, but we've, we're missing so much, the things that we used to love to do. And I know that Many of us are now getting scheduled or have gotten a shot and soon to get a shot. Jerry's scheduled. Uh, even David Prusa, our technical producer, got a shot much younger than us, but he's in the education field. So as educators were getting shots, he's David, did you get one or you're about to? I did on Wednesday. All oh, right. Yeah. Nice. So and, and uh, Casey and Megan are, you know, like still in college. So it's going to be a while before they get there. So, but, <laughs> but when they do, I mean, actually, one hopes that the, the, the product, the, the doses, the availability of the doses is going to flood here soon. Because I know Pfizer, that's the shot I got, first one anyway. They're now increasing by 50% their production and Johnson and Johnson's coming online, we believe. And so I think pretty soon everybody's going to be vaccinated and notwithstanding keeping our eye on the variants. But I wanted to ask everybody, what can't you wait to be able to do? Because we have altered our lives significantly. Um, and I know, 
you know, Megan was talking to me the other day and she says, I, I have to get back to Macy's. I just need to shop <laughs> Macy's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So I, you know, like what, what's on your short list of things you can't wait to do again? Full school coffee parlor. There yeah. you go. <clears throat> Boy, that's yeah, I a just, good one. Socializing. I mean, I, I, I wish we could, you know, I'd love to be able to fly more often and, you know, to yeah. see our grandson, see our daughter. I mean, not being able to see people is clearly the worst. And uh, so that that's what I long for the most. And whether it's, you know, going out to eat or traveling or whatever, just just socializing. That's the, the, the simple part. Um, otherwise, you know, I haven't suffered at all. Um, so I'm in, you know, embarrassed to complain about it, anything compared to what people are going through. You know, I look out my window and the water's there. So life here is pretty easy. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, actually just being around people, I need the audience. See, this is, you know, Mickey is tired of laughing. <laughs> <laughs> she is just, it's exhausting. It's exhausting because the, the jokes. Well, the other day I told you, you see, I, oh, I saw outside oh, our mailman has this hearing aid. Really? <laughs> Honestly, he's telling me this is the finest hearing aid no, money can Jerry, buy. No, I yeah. said, what kind is it? He said, four o'clock. Oh. Hey. <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> I missed that. I think just like, going out to lunch with friends and just seeing people and going to dinner, like that'll be fun again. (laughs) Yeah. Like just to be around people that you don't get to see all the time and brunch would be lovely. Oh my gosh. A brunch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. And and I have also, uh, you know, if you have, if you have, you know, I have kids and I have grandkids and I have some one family's in Florida, nowhere near us, who we haven't been able to visit, and we would have visited otherwise. And then another family that's right, you know, ten miles from where I live, I haven't seen them because I can't. Uh, I do a lot of video uh, Zoom type interaction with them, and you know, we spent forty-five minutes talking to our granddaughter last night on a FaceTime call, you know, same as Zoom. Yeah. And, um, but we haven't, I bet we have two or three times been in the vicinity of them, always outside in the last year. Yeah. And, and uh, David mentioned folk school. And, you know, we, we always open this with an opening that is in front of a live studio audience. And that hasn't been the case for the last year. And, uh, we haven't changed the introduction because I, as the senior executive producer, am very efficient. I, I don't take any more action than what is yeah. is efficient. So I know that we'll eventually get back there and we'll go, well, there you go. I mean, good thing yeah. we didn't change that. <laughs> right. But it would be, Casey, wouldn't it quite different if we were down at folk school like we always were oh, with yeah. the studio oh, audience? Sure. 10, 20 people, all good friends. God, it'd be a blast. It will oh, be yeah. a blast. And I've yeah. talked to Catfish, yeah. and we plan on going back once this is over. Yeah, yeah. but of yeah. course, this is cheaper. This is uh, 
I don't have to fly up every week. That's true. So, uh, you know, this has been a real boon to us. <laughs> hey, I'll by tell the you way, how we were, I'll tell you how we were affected, though, because, for example, this would every year, this would be the weekend that Gene, Bonnie, and Mickey and I. I'll go yep. to New York to uh, celebrate my birthday. Oh, did I tell you yep. it's my birthday this week? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <sorry>. every, <laughs> yeah. every year on our, my birthday, we go to the old neighborhood. So I'm worried that the doorman at the Roger Williams, <laughs> he's going to wonder where we are. I mean, literally, it's been 30, 40 years. Every year on my birthday, we go to um, Kew Gardens. We go to my wow. neighborhood. I had somebody pull me aside on the street on Jerry Street <laughs> last year, and he pulled me out of Jer earshot of Jerry. And he said, dude, you know, I know why he comes back because, you know, he's kind of weird and it's just it's not yeah. Saturday. But why do you why do you come back year <laughs> after year? You don't have any connection to us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They say, and the guy said, that we think we've talked about you. We think you're kind of pathetic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, who else? Who else? Would they think that? you're pathetic. They just think. Yeah. That. Oh. No, he said he knew it. He said he thought it. Okay. <laughs> Megan, he, he said a few years ago they wondered. I mean, it's every year. So he sees me every year. And he says last year we were all standing out on the street. And we said, no, that dude, he's pathetic. There is. <laughs> I wonder if he's pathetic. Oh, funny. <laughs> there was a time when everyone would kind of, a whole bunch of the people that lived in the building would gather in the lobby that weekend, knowing that yeah. we'd be coming Here, by. Oh, but I got to neat. say, in recent years, they're locking their doors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no one in the lobby. And I go to knock on apartment 2C, uh, where we used to live for 30 years. And, uh, they don't answer the door. And I know they're in there. <laughs> hey, I freak the doorbell. This is Jerry Springer. Can I just come and take a look around again? And, Sir, and we don't hear, know you. Please leave us alone. Yeah, Please leave you, us and alone. And you hear the mother to the kids going, shh, shh, we're not here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. If you be quiet, he'll just go away. <laughs> How funny. <laughs> oh. Hey, the other night was a Super Bowl, and it was just a boring-ass game because it was. Oh, it was. It was. They murdered him. Tampa Bay murdered him. But anyway, the, so, you know, there are always all these commercials, you know, and, and we all can't wait, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I, I can wait. But, that, but there was that one that Bruce Springsteen did where the theme was basically the reunited states of america this this plea for us to unify and we were so freaking divided now we're deep into this getting deep into this and second impeachment trial and just we're divided so i was watching that and wondered how you guys felt did you feel like that resonated did that hit the spot in america where people nodded yes and said yeah that's where i think we should be think we should go or was it stupid was he i i thought it was a bit contrived did you that's what i wondered yeah. didn't like, feel right to you i got the message like i understood where it was coming from and i think the 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 message was good but I thought it was just contrived overall. I felt like the whole Super Bowl was honestly like, I I liked where they were trying to go, but it it just wasn't there for me. Like this is football. 
Like you're not, I don't know. I don't know. It just, well, that's what I wonder yeah. for me, for me. At okay. Least. Well, I, I yeah. think, I think the message was good. I think what football is trying to do is good, but what they're, what I like most about the, the whole theme yeah. was that since the African-Americans are the single most significant element of the, you know, the, the football players. And yeah. there are, there's a whole generation growing up, not listening to politicians, but watching their example. And the, it was football in a sense, trying to protect itself because they yeah. blew it with uh, taking the knee and how, you know, they clearly had racist policies over the years and they're trying to fix it. So I admit it's awkward, but I don't mind they continue to do that because I, I think more people are watching that than are, than are watching Fox or MSNBC or even CNN. So, you know, if it affects younger kids and they start to see that, yeah, I think that, I think that, that makes a difference in time. You know, it's, uh, I have sensed in the last month just being out among, to the extent that we're out among people, going to the store, we're just riding our bikes around the neighborhood with the signs gone, with the Trump signs gone, with all that gone, there's almost less animosity. You're not running into people waving their flags and screaming at you and giving you the finger. It's like, it's almost like people are happy it's all over. I think America has kind of made up its mind that, you know, except for the fanatics, that Trump is a jerk. And what happened on January 6th was horrendous. No, the American public doesn't support it. You see that in every poll now. I mean, every poll. You know, uh, ABC just ran a, a poll where uh, now 58% of the American po uh, people believe that he should never be allowed to run again. That's mm. not just, is he bad? Would you not vote for him again? He shouldn't be able to run again. That's 58%. And even among Republicans, it's down to 78%. Well, 78% of 20%, which Republicans are 20% of the country, self-identified Republicans, if they're only getting 78%, then you're down to 17, 18% of the country yeah. is for, you know, is supporting that. So I just think people are taking a deep breath and are less challenging. You know, you're not seeing the flags on the cars and trucks anymore as a guy tries to run you off the road because he yeah. sees a Biden sticker on your car. You know, uh, so I'm a little more optimistic that the American people have had enough of this. Not that they become liberal, you know, not that, uh, you know, they like necessarily like Biden, although I think most people do. I think Biden's approval ratings are, are phenomenal right now. When, you, when somebody tries to run you off the road in Florida with your Bentley with a Biden sticker on the back, don't you think it might just be because you're driving a Bentley, not because of the of the Biden sticker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, uh, yeah, but um, my the security uh, motorcycles around me. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah. And yeah, so, you know, there's, there's usually I'm in a motorcade and they protect, <laughs> yeah. me. protect me. You can't get yeah. your car that close to mine. <laughs> hey, by the way, I couldn't remember. There's a special light I, there, Springer. Special light. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember who uh, Springsteen was doing that commercial for, and it wasn't Progressive Jeep. Insurance. Who, oh, yeah, it was Jeep. Jeep. You're right, Casey. Yeah. It was Jeep. Uh, yeah, do you think Casey Jeep uh, was, the, well, that's their call then. Their ad people said to promote Jeeps. Let's have the boss who is phenomenally popular. Would you mm -hmm. agree? Mm -hmm. He's oh, mainstream, yeah. mainstream popular. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't be a better person to carry that message than, than Bruce Springsteen. But, I am virtually, uh, I'm virtually certain that the NFL. Yeah. To all the companies that wanted to buy ads on the Super Bowl. Yeah. They, their ad people would have conversations with the NFL and the, NFL said the theme this year for your products is throw something about unity. We got to bring this country together. And so the ad people came wow. up with ideas because look how many commercials you saw that were kumbaya. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I can think of maybe two or three that were just the same old crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. But generally, it was all, it was an upbeat positive message again it was canned there's no question but i yeah. i just think the whole thing was planned to let's have a i don't know that, that was the nfl i think that was just kind of the, the 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 temperature of the culture right now i think that they any good advertisement person in their right mind right now would have that as that's part a good of their, point that's a good point yeah. Megan. you're as, right yeah it's part of their like like agenda like i you you couldn't yeah, but, put an ad on the super bowl without ha like being tone deaf to everything but yeah. if you're if you're jeep or progressive or anybody you are or all state you you're out this they pay a phenomenal amount of money mm -hmm. for that that's not donated by the nfl that jeep paid i don't know oh yeah thousands. oh yeah so they want to sell jeeps yeah, that's what they want to do is sell Jeeps. And do they yeah. think in that advertising meeting around that big wooden table that if we use the boss, for, you know, broad support among all kinds of Americans, and then we want it to be unity, does that sell Jeeps? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that that's the conversation. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Uh, you guys are exactly right. I, I was just saying that. It was more coordinated this year than just coincidentally they all did that. Mm -hmm. oh, I think it probably was a discussion. Hey, how about if in selling your products, you know, and they probably all said, well, yeah, we want to reach the, the larger market. And uh, yeah, I, I, I Gene, uh, you being senior executive producer. Um, uh -huh. Thank you very much. That's, God damn, that's the first time you've honored that. Thank you. Yeah, and I'll tell you why I'm bringing it up. I'd like to know how the conversation went when you were trying to buy an ad for our podcast on the Super Yeah, how'd that go, Gene? Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you. I, I'm going to tell you. I, I had a little trouble with my telephone. I, I did not. <laughs> yeah. But I have an old Android phone, and I'm going to look into that. So I'm just going to get that resolved before next Super Bowl. 
But I, I, they, they were calling me, and I must have been missing the call. Yeah, I would have loved to have a tape recording of your phone call. Uh, <laughs> you saying, hi, uh, this is Gene Galvin. I'm the senior executive producer of the Jerry Springer podcast. Uh, hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. 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 What? Hello. Yeah, you know, I think. Well, I think the push for Jeep. I think the push for Jeep and all of those advertisers is kind of what it always is, but this year even more uh, particularly is to kind of paint with a broad brush, you know. And after the after the year we've had with a lot of divisive issues, uh, slow revenues for all of these companies, I think they're looking for the largest possible consumer base that they can. Yeah. Yeah. And right now, I mean, you know, so many people proclaim to be kind of pushing in the middle they're tired of extremist ideas and this constant kind of something has to be going on to keep us divided and so that sounds like a really big marketing ploy and like you said uh gene with bruce springsteen being you know he's bruce springsteen is working class man rock yeah. and roll like stardom yeah. and, and you so can that is him in a jeep yeah exactly yeah exactly you know i mean yeah. it's as far as marketing goes i mean i i get it i don't I, i'm kind of with megan i don't really I don't feel like it hit. I just don't, I, I feel like, I, I feel like that, that push of, Hey, everybody, let's just get along. That's what Republicans are doing right now to yeah. try to avoid having to put their name on whether or not they agree with what happened, you know, on January 6th and whether or not Donald Trump has any kind of culpability there. That's exactly the message that they're pushing is like, Hey guys, come on, let's yeah. all get together. Yeah. yeah and, you're totally uh, right, Casey. Yeah. And mm. from a marketing point, it makes it that I mean, from a marketing point, that makes, makes perfect, perfect sense because you're yeah. looking for a big umbrella. It doesn't yeah. so much make it, it, it's, it's infuriating politically, <laughs> but yeah. if you're trying to sell Jeeps, I, I get it. You know, yeah. I think sure. the boss did force Trump to quit playing Born in the USA at his rallies. He did. Yeah. He did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I never thought I'd say that, but Belichick uh, refused to get the what the congressional medal of freedom or something yeah, like medal that freedom, yeah he wouldn't medal come freedom. to the white house to get it so yeah. him, he and, it. him and dolly parton man twice yep. i love yes. that that's, that's true <laughs> yeah no, that's true yeah hey I by mean, the it, way yeah go ahead Jer. no i was just gonna say he's done yeah Trump, trump's done yeah yeah it, got, you know Hey, what a great uh, show, everybody. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, what are we going to do podcasts about now? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jerry, uh, you know, another week, so much goes on, even though Trump is slipping into the shadows, not quite gone yet. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what caught your interest this week to give us some analysis of? Well, since Trump obviously was the creator, motivator, and father of the big lie that there was widespread fraud, that the election was stolen, and even though he in fact lost by a landslide, don't believe that. Believe him. He really won. And let's march on the Capitol. Stop the Congress from certifying the official results. And ultimately, since he obviously incited the insurrection that left five people dead in our government, including the vice president, terrorized. And since the entire nation watched this happen live on television, well, simply put, there's not much debate over the merits of this impeachment. He obviously did it, but considering the political costs the Republican senators think they'll have to pay for uh, alienating Trump's base, they have to find a way to acquit him 
other than voting on the substance of what he did. They can't with a straight face find him innocent. So their only shot at justifying their not guilty vote is arguing that the trial is unconstitutional because he is no longer in office. So the penalty of removal is moot. Well, that argument falls short as well for two reasons. First, because it makes no sense. It means a president could commit any crime just before he leaves office and then resign and simply say, you can't try me now. I'm now out of office. It's what they call the January exception, that a president would be able to do anything he wants in, the, in, in his January, the month before he leaves office, and he could never, ever be held accountable. As long as he does it in that last January, there won't be time to hold the trial. So obviously the makers of the constitution didn't believe that a president could commit treason or any high crime and misdemeanor and not be held accountable for that last month. Secondly, the constitution proposes a second penalty as well. And that is the Senate by a mere majority vote can ban him from ever holding elected office again. That of course would be a gift to the country as well as the Republican party because he can only bring about divisive primaries, splitting the party, guaranteeing more democratic wins in the future. Yet I know a lot of people would like to see him convicted anyway, to make it clear to future presidents and office holders that Trumpian behavior will never be tolerated again, which is a good point. But as for the worry that Trump may come back in 2024 if he's not convicted, I'm telling you, forget it. He's toast. The videos of what we all saw, plus the trial we all see, and we'll see a thousand times more in all the commercials that will air in all these campaigns against all the congressmen and senators who supported him with their votes and will be used against him if he runs again, you can take this to the bank. He can never win a future election in the United States of America again. If he got whipped in a landslide this time, when he had the power of the presidency behind him, he is now viewed as a twice impeached corrupt loser. The margins will be even larger next time. He's damaged goods. There are things to worry about. There'll be other crazies. So we'll always have to be on guard. But Trump, he's gone. Yeah. I sure hope so. Good one. And if he's not, I wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs> I was at my birthday party. That's right. Yeah. Oh, oh, is it your birthday, oh, Jerry? Yeah. 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 This weekend's my birthday, yeah. Uh, is it this, com 40? this coming up weekend or the one yeah. just passed? No, the coming up weekend. Oh, okay. Um, so we're not yeah. late. Oh, not we're yet, still. But, oh, but you we know, still have time. You know, oh. I want to get. The mail is my cards in the mail. I was just about to say, yeah. well, yeah, then that explains it because I might, you know, the mail's yeah. running slow. All right. So this evening we have with us one of our favorite guests, Mr. Casey Campbell. Aww. Welcome back, Yo, Casey. Thank Casey. you. Hey, Casey. everybody. Woo. What have you been up to, man? What's going on? Oh, you know, just <laughs> not not doing the not doing the Stop. usual just like everyone yeah. else yeah uh no i've been keeping busy uh you know winter winter's 
coming pretty hard here in Ohio. And so yeah. just we got some lovely deep. snow this week. Boy, did we. And it looks like for the next about week, we're going to be freezing cold and more snow. So it's going to be yep. full on winter. So I'm from Alabama. Yep. So I just try to hunker down when it comes down to this weather. So, <laughs> But uh, just working, been doing hardwood flooring these days still uh, until I can get sure. back on the road and playing music, which, uh, you know, like you'd mentioned earlier, Gene and Jerry to, uh, you know, dates starting to kind of fill on the calendar and we're looking to do this, some of that later in the year, but uh, we're still several months away from feeling comfortable of, you know, bringing people out sure. to shows and not only yeah. for our own safety, but very much for the safety of others that want to want to get out. We, we want to do it too, but we want to do it very safely. So, so and how's Jess it. doing? She's doing good. She's been uh, uh, home as well, you know, over the, over the pandemic. Um, she actually, she actually uh, lost her job with GE and uh, has been looking to uh, get into some possible NGO work. And so um, yep. she's kind of, you know, thinking long-term career stuff. So we're just sort of making plans for the future as, as it stands right now, since we can't just keep on keeping on, we're sort of reevaluating what that means and what it looks like moving mm -hmm. forward. So we are too, man. I totally yeah. feel you. Totally feel you. Yeah. So uh, what are you going to play for us this evening, Mr. Campbell? Let's see. Well, uh, I think we got some videos queued up um, and we'll do a song uh, for this one. Uh, we'll do a tune that I wrote and performed with the uh, Price Hill Hustle, the, the full-time band nice. I'm in. Uh, this is actually a video we produced with uh, some good friends of ours from down in Eastern Kentucky. Uh, involved with kicking it on the creek uh, it's a wonderful festival held down there every year you know when <laughs> things are normal and uh, we just sort of found a home with those guys and so they invited us down to to help kick off a, a video series of theirs and so we went down and played some music kind of stripped down acoustic style out in the woods on a beautiful morning and um nice. so we're gonna uh, do a video of a song i wrote called oh ramona i've done it a couple times on the show but this is a great little version of it so nice yeah Casey Campbell, Ramona. Look at that. The marvels of technology. We can sit here and comment on the video as it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will warn everyone there's a curse word coming up here soon. I didn't mean to didn't mean to say it, but they caught me on a hot mic. I had a had a political oh. moment. <laughs> So we're down right outside the Red River Gorge here, hiking up. That looks mine. Oh, I love it down there. Yep. Come on, play yep. heavy shit. I'm gonna have to carry heavy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we hiked out onto a rock called Buzzard Rock here. We got some good drone footage and did our song uh, over a moment. So hope everybody enjoys it. Hey to the Roberts family who helped put this thing together. Their uh, son Kenton just had his first kid, so hey to Kenton and the family.
Casey, okay. you've, you've done hundreds of recordings. You've done like videos and, and performances. Do you remember all of them? Like if yeah. I were to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember most of, I mean, most of like the actual video videos, you know, something with a little production. I think I remember yeah. all of those well enough. I haven't done so many of those, but when it comes to live performances, if someone were to show me something be like, you remember this show? I would say no. Yeah. <laughs> Very good chance I do yeah. not remember it. Because <laughs> I look back on like, like over my theater stuff and like there were nights, like someone will show me a picture or something from a night that I performed and I was like, a... I guess yeah. that was yeah. me. <laughs> now, I, I will, now I will say like, I've seen some pictures of some of the old uh, theater performances that I've done and I'd kind of forgotten about some of the shows that I had done like you know when I was in college yeah and, and yeah. some uh I was actually thinking I was a part of a I was a part of a group for a while called uh, the Cincinnati Playwrights Initiative it was yeah. um yeah a group of original playwrights in Cincinnati and uh I'd, I'd acted in some of their black box uh, shows doing some original scripts and things like that. And I had actually forgotten about a couple that I did. Um, it, it had been a good while and, you know, a good while ago. And so uh, it's, yeah. Now along those lines, I, I definitely, definitely do sort of forget some of those, some of those shows. And it's always fun to have that reminder. And it's crazy people, because like you build that up in your head so much before you get on stage. And then like one day you just forget. About yeah. Right. <laughs> And our Facebook Live viewers were able to see that video. The people who listen in the archive, which is the majority of our podcast listeners, uh, is beautiful because it was uh, 
band assembled on a rock outcropping oh. in Red River Gorge, Kentucky. Yeah. It was a spectacular setting. It was setting. beautiful. It really was. Thank you. Know, you. What about you, Jerry? How much do you remember of your career? Well, my, <laughs> my situation's a little bit different. I... I want to forget everything, <laughs> most of the things. I, <laughs> and I can't. I wake up in the middle of the night remembering all the details. <laughs> it's not true. So, no. I, so, with me, I, if, you know, I'm looking forward to dementia. <laughs> Do you see chairs being thrown in your dreams? Is that how it works? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, well thanks for tuning in ladies and gentlemen we're gonna have casey campbell take us out and uh we will see you again next week well i'm gonna lay down my heavy load down by the riverside Tom Fullery, recorded live at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. Thanks to Patrick Kennedy for writing our opening song, and to you for listening. Check out our website at jerryspringer.com. I'm gonna lay down my sword and shield down by the